0: Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. It's uh, definitely the dog days of summer in regards to uh, information coming out, uh, all of college basketball as well as individual programs such as Gonzaga's but Been planning on kind of a little bit of a schedule breakdown ever since the PK-85 bracket was released, as well as the announcement of Gonzaga playing Michigan State in the Armed Force Classic on an aircraft carrier in San Diego, which I think is awesome. But uh, huge news coming out of Spokane and Lexington, Kentucky just a couple days ago in the fact that Gonzaga continues to play anybody, anywhere anytime there is an open date on their schedule and so they will be playing Kentucky this year November 20th at the Spokane Arena before returning the game next season at Rupp Arena so uh, pretty pretty awesome news if you're a Gonzaga fan you know we've been uh, anybody that's kind of a, uh, a Gonzaga fan has been clamoring for a couple big time programs to be able to kind of have a home and home series play Gonzaga. Kentucky has always been at the top of the list. North Carolina has done it. Michigan State has done it. Baylor has done it. UCLA, Arizona. Uh, You kind of keep going up and down the list. Um, They've done it. I, I think if you look at it, the only other team or teams that would be considered blue blood type schedule um, that would be awesome to have a home and home series with would be Villanova and Duke. If Gonzaga were to be able to get those two teams on their schedule in the very near future, nobody could have any type of complaint. Well, Gonzaga doesn't play anybody. They play in a, a bad lower level conference. Well, that's not true. The WCC has improved immensely, but Gonzaga has always been as proactive as possible with their scheduling uh, to get them battle tested early in the season to get ready for, uh, you know, the the rigors of league play with the schedule and have themselves ready to go um, for the NCAA tournament. So unbelievable news. It's great to hear that Kentucky, uh, and Gonzaga are going to play November 20th, as I mentioned, at Spokane Arena. Uh, a lot of people are complaining that, hey, why isn't it in the kennel? Well, I'll tell you this right now. It's not in the kennel because Calipari would not play the game in the kennel. I've had a chance to broadcast a game uh, at Rupp Arena a few years back. It was a Westwood One radio game, Auburn in Kentucky. And day of the game, went to shoot around at Kentucky's practice facility and just talking with uh, some of the staff director of ops kind of uh, you know special assistants here and there and we just start talking basketball lay of the landscape and and a little bit about you know uh, the Memphis Gonzaga series because Calipari was the head coach of Memphis when when that series was going on and, and how great those were and essentially the comment was we'll never play Gonzaga in the kennel it doesn't make any kind of sense. We'll play them in Spokane arena if things line up and it works, but to go to the kennel on campus, that's just not going to happen. Um, but that being said, awesome to see that the game uh, against Kentucky is going to happen. It is November 20th, as we've talked about a number of times, you know, Gonzaga is going to be a preseason top three. Kentucky is going to be pretty dang good as well. Yeah. They lost some pieces, but Oscar Sheboy back um Calipari seems to reload every single year um oddly enough they did not have a top one or two recruiting class in 2022 it was I believe ranked third or fourth it's the first time in like 10 years uh that Calipari hasn't had a top one or two recruiting class that shows you just the type of talent that he brings in year in year out there's been a couple years where um they haven't been able to put pieces together they've had injuries um but he gets pros in Lexington, and so I think this is going to be a great series. It's going to be also a lot of fun for Gonzaga fans the following year, who get a chance to who are going to take the chance and get back to Lexington. Um, Rupp Arena is twenty two thousand fans, and it is it is an atmosphere for college basketball that's for sure. Um, you know, it's not on campus; uh, it's kind of in the downtown Lexington area. It's connected to a hotel, um, but the just. The whole atmosphere around Kentucky basketball is amazing. It's awesome. It's something that if you're a Gonzaga fan uh, and you think you got a chance, better start planning it out to make sure you get back there because it is awesome. Kind of working through the rest of the the updated pieces of the schedule. Um, You look at the Michigan State game on the aircraft carrier in San Diego. Awesome. You know, they did this a few years back. Um, Gonzaga also played an armed force get armed forces game a few years ago in japan where unfortunately uh the game had to be canceled early due to to condensation on the floor but you know the fact that coach few is so supportive of, of uh our country and the armed forces uh is great in my eyes but i think the uniqueness of this event uh is really something special um and to be one of the few programs that would be considered to be a part of this uh, I think is tremendous. You know, coach Izzo's has always got his his team primed uh, for an NCAA tournament run 20 plus years in the NCAA tournament now. Uh, so, you know, they're going to be good. Uh, they're going to have the physical toughness of a typical big 10 team. I think this is, that's great for this team early in the season uh, to see that to be tested by that. Um, and when you see the, just, Gonzaga's non-conference, as we continue to go through it, it is unbelievable what they've put together. I mean, nobody can ever say they don't play anybody anymore. We've already talked about Kentucky. We've now talked about Michigan State. Uh, as you keep going down the list, they're playing Baylor on the road in South Dakota in one of my favorite gyms, the Pentagon, uh, uh, the Sanford Pentagon um, in, in Sioux Falls. I think it's a tremendous gym. Um You got Alabama who lost some talent, um, but Nate Oates, I think is a tremendous coach, plays a unique style where it's tons of threes, space the floor, paint touches, free throws uh, and threes are are really, um, you know, the key drivers of what they do. And then defensively, uh, they really take you out of your strength. So I think that'll be a great uh, neutral site on the road game. I believe it's in Birmingham. Uh, Gonzaga will also host UW. You know, uh you UW played well down the stretch last season. Um, you know, it's a Pac-12 game, it's a rivalry game. Uh, it'll be it'll be pretty um interesting to see, you know, the growth of the UW program um, from last year's early struggles to their growth at the end of the year to now what they're gonna be doing this year. because uh, you wanna see a great uh, you know, regional rivalry game there. You look at the PK 85. It's hard to believe it was five years ago that Nike put together this event in the Portland area, and you had some of the most elite teams in the country that had Nike ties joining uh, it. In no time at all, it kind of rivaled the Maui Cl- Invitational. It rivaled the Bahamas tournament. It rivaled a lot of these early preseason tournaments, like the one in Orlando, um, because everybody wanted to be a part of it because it was Nike backed. It was Nike. Um, Influenced. Uh, but when you look at what Gonzaga is going to face in the PK 85, you know, they start with uh, a, a game against big sky opponent Portland State, uh, who's in the PK 85. Uh, but after that, you're going to play another great team, in, whether it's Purdue or West Virginia. Purdue, um, you know, they're one of the best teams over the last 10, 12 years to not make a Final Four. I mean, they've had NBA talent, they've had uh, big 10 championships, both tournament and regular season. Uh, they're very well coached with Matt Painter. They're, they're always big and tall and physical. Uh, I don't expect that to be any different uh, if they were to face them. And then if it were West Virginia, Bob Huggins, you know, he gets those guys to play with as much intensity and focus on the defensive end as you're going to see anybody. Uh, Gonzaga's had some great matchups against West Virginia over the years, both at, in Spokane, as well as uh, back in West Virginia. Because again, Gonzaga will play anybody pretty much anywhere. And it's really cool to see. The other side of the bracket um, for the PK-85, Duke faces Oregon State and then Florida faces Xavier. Now I would imagine Duke would come out of that uh, side of the bracket. I would imagine Gonzaga would. So you're looking at a potential Duke-Gonzaga matchup. Maybe you gave a game kind of like the Maui Invitational a few years back with Brandon Clark, Rui Hachimura, uh, making big plays, Zach Norvell. But um, if you just look quickly at what this non-conference looks like, you're playing Baylor, Kentucky, Michigan State, Alabama, possibly Purdue, or West Virginia, and possibly Duke. Those are six seven of the best college basketball programs in the country now i get it if you play in the sec or the big 10 the acc you're going to have a number of those games each year but say you take a a league with 10 teams not all seven oh not all 10 teams are going to be great that year there's going to be down years maybe you know maybe you've got four really good teams and so you get eight nine really good games but then you don't schedule difficult in the non-conference so you're already looking at Gonzaga playing a much more difficult schedule than any than most teams I can't say all but most teams uh, in these power conferences because the WCC as we've mentioned has improved St. Mary's should be in the tournament again this next upcoming year um, you know San Francisco made made the tournament last year it's hard to say how they're going to be without Mari Bouye although they, they return a lot of other good pieces but it just goes to show just how incredible um, this, the willingness of Gonzaga to schedule anybody where anybody, anywhere, any anytime, any place is. And the average fan really doesn't understand it, or, or they get stuck on, you know, a past narrative. Uh, when you look now to the WCC League uh, schedule, that was announced and released earlier this week, and uh, Gonzaga plays everybody twice in a home and home series in the league except for usd who they play once with new head coach steve lavin they play uh the toreros at home and then they only play pacific once this upcoming year and that will be in stockton so um some great stuff i know there's a few holes left in gonzaga's schedule that um they will have to uh fill with some non-conference opponents uh i'm sure you're going to hear the grumbling from some people oh they're playing a you know, a a Ken Palm or RPI 300 team. Well, you have to balance it out in some way, shape, or form. And I think over the years, Gonzaga has done a really nice job of of balancing, getting tremendous non-conference Blue Blood opponents, like the ones we've just kind of discussed, as well as you got to kind of have some of those lower level teams um, to fill your Raw uh, game schedule out, but they also do a really nice job of, of finding those kind of hidden gems in the schedule where they're going to challenge for their own league title. And at the end of the year, they may be in the NCA tournament. And it doesn't look like a great win to the average fan, but when you look up uh, at the end of the year, you know it's a 125 ranked team in the Ken Palm, and they're playing in the in their in their tournament title with the chance to go to the NCA tournament. Those are those are good wins and typically those are undervalued teams because they're older bigger more physical more experienced uh and it really kind of challenges you and many times Gonzaga staff will also look at style of play to be able to put together how t- different teams play so that they get prepared to see all different styles you look at a Dixie State or excuse me you look at uh Tarleton State a season ago with the way they they play defense um, Through Billy Gillespie's philosophy. And then you would look at, uh, I believe it was Bellerman, who they played that just spaced the floor, back cuts, moved the ball, really predicated all their offense on on ball movement with the pass as opposed to the dribble. So Gonzaga does a really nice job of kind of blending out all of their scheduling needs and I guess you could say issues uh, in the non conference. So Appreciate you listening. You got a question because I do a mailbag episode each week, send it to me at dickout at scorebooklive.com or on social media handles. Um, but appreciate you listening. We're going to be kind of, uh, starting to ramp up a lot of our content as we get towards the end of August with game, excuse me, player previews, team previews, league previews, um, and more coaches interviews. So Appreciate you listening. Take care. Have a great day and uh, great news with all of the scheduling updates for Gonzaga basketball.